So there is something between you and Davis? Oh, no, 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 no. Davis and I are just friends. He's a nice guy with a nice restaurant, and we kissed once, and that's just about it. Do you want some more wine? Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Can we go back to the kiss once part? Don't you want to talk about the nice restaurant part? No. When did you kiss Davis? It was Valentine's Day. Before he got back from Toronto. <laughs> Man, I don't know why I'm surprised at all. I knew something was going on. So not only did you kiss him, but you cheated on me. Kiss cheat, not sleep cheat. Hey, and welcome to Oh Hell Yes, the Girlfriends podcast. It is the official podcast for the wonderful television show, girlfriends hey etsy what's going on i'm good i just came back from skiing it was amazing it was okay (laughs) that sounds interesting it was cute it was cute you know a little ski ski got to mingle with the others you (laughs) the the others (laughs) the yts the yts yeah (laughs) do you stick to the um the skis or do you ever switch to the snowboard or how, how do you do that? Yeah, we, we did the snowboard for one day, and then I went back to the ski show. Yeah, that, that snowboard's a whole nother beast. I feel like, I've never done skiing, but I have done snowboarding. I feel like skiing's kind of like um, being on skates. Is that true? It's similar to ice skating, I say. That's the most similar it is, but it's, yeah. It's, it, it's you going down the hill, and that can get a little scary, so... So it's safe to say you didn't do any fat jumps, huh? Oh, no, 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 no. Wasn't no rocket power over here. Mm-mm. <laughs> no Johnny Tsunami? Mm-mm. I stick to the baby yeah. slopes. I feel you, man. That's a, that's. I think that's where we should be, you know, on the baby slopes. Because I hear professionals be uh, hitting trees and shit. So even professionals, mm-hmm. people that have done it for a while. So the safest thing is just to kind of stick to one thing. Agreed. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I haven't done much. You know, just chilling, just chilling, doing my thing. Uh, this is Nettie, by the way, if you guys don't know. And today we'll be talking about the episode A Kiss Before Lying. Mm-hmm. And it aired April 16th, 2001, originally. Mm-hmm. And it was written by Michael B. Kaplan. Um, there's only three more episodes left in the season after this. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. We're getting there. So now we're going to talk about tweets. Because we're going to see what the streets is saying about our previous episode, Disregard. Mm. And, you know, that was the episode where uh, Maya had her fibroid surgery, but it was mostly about Joan. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even about Maya, which is kind of sad because she had more going on, I feel like. That was more of a life-threatening kind of thing than Joan was going through. Right. But, yeah, pretty much everyone was ganging up on Joan during Maya's uh, surgery. And so uh, here we have peanut underscore malika they say watch two episodes of girlfriends on tv one yesterday and one joan being classes and projecting her own partnership issues on maya before her damn wedding yeah i remember that one mm. and the other maya was in the hospital for fibroid surgery and everyone focusing on everything but gotta rethink this binge because mm. dot 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 that's doing something to his self-care uh, all those people disregarding motherfuckers yeah. yeah, it's um, no matter what's going on, I noticed that no matter what's going on in the series, especially in the first couple seasons, it's always about Joan. Any Someone could be dying. The other characters could be dying. Mm-hmm. 
and it's about Joan Joan's reaction to it. So, I mean, I guess we can chalk that up to her being the main character. Um, as I talk about this, there's a commercial with Tracy Ellis Ross eating chips on my TV. But um, whoop, whoop, she better get yeah, that bag. I think I think uh, that's the main reason that we see a lot of Joan when it comes to all the other girls having issues. But I think that will change in the later seasons. So we'll we'll stick with it. I'm not I'm not rethinking the binge. I, I love the show regardless. <laughs> Um, next up, the mellow smooth. Um, everyone around Joan was constantly gaslighting her. Oh my God, Sean mad she missed the dinner when he was the one who created the uphill battle. Lynn leeching ass mad because Joan's not present enough in the home. She's staying rent free in. Mm. And Maya displacing her anger for her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, Lynn says, I finished grad school two days ago and you didn't even remember. Well, first off, you went to grad school 30 times. Get a job. End of tweet. Wow, wow, so, yeah, wow. I, I honestly think Lynn was tripping last episode because, like I said, Joan does way too much for Lynn in the first place. Mm-hmm. And no one should be raising a 30-something-year-old woman. That's just not a thing. I don't think Lynn is 30-something yet. Aren't they all the same oh, age? She's probably like 28. Maya, so like 28 or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, she pushing, but still, that's still too old to be raising a... <laughs> an adult to be giving her money and paying her pager bill and shit. Come on, Lynn. We love you, but you got to get it together. Mm. And lastly, underscore unconventional. Maya really ain't have no one else to come to the hospital with her for her fibroid surgery. Her mom, her bridesmaid, nothing. LOL. That's true. Where was her mom? Her mom that loves her so much that we saw in that one episode when she was getting married. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, ha- I have questions. Where was her mom? Where was her husband? Yeah, they're right. Where was her bridesmaids? I mean, I still expected her to ask the rest of the girls, the cast, to come. But mm-hmm. there's a few key people in her life that should be close enough for them to come through. So I don't know. Yeah, she was putting a lot of pressure on Joan when you, you we sh- we've shown that you have such a tight-knit family in the previous episodes and a bunch of play cousins as well. <laughs> So Play <laughs> I don't understand how none of them were there, but you were making Joan feel mad guilty for wanting to step out and go support her man. Well, to be fair, Joan was supposed to act as her lawyer. So she had a special position. OK, that's legit. That is legit. But after that, all she need to do is do that and then dip again. True. She could have faxed that to her. She could have faxed it back. Damn, fax yeah. at the hospital. Jeez, two thousand shit. It's it's the early two thousands. Like a fax. She couldn't text her a photo of it and then have her scan it on the app. Lord, man, what a time! What a time! <laughs> but um, yep, yeah, that's all the tweets we have. That's what the streets are talking about. And um, now we're gonna get into talking about this episode, a kiss before lying. Um, it was cool. It was alright. Not one of my faves, but it did its thing. It had some moments. Would you agree? Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It went by pretty quickly. They touched on some interesting topics. Hmm. There were some interesting scenes that I will be excited to talk about later on. Uh, But let's start out with this cold open. And it is me. So uh, we are in Joan's house to start. And the guys are watching TV in the kitchen, which is like, why? Don't y'all have a living room? There's there's no TV in the living room. They'll just the living room is right there. Oh no, it's really weird. But they're just huddled around a small TV in the kitchen, and um, they're watching basketball. And the girls are getting ready to go out because they're going out to dinner. 
And while they're getting ready, Joan comes out and she's wearing a blazer. And Sean comes over. He's like, hey, babe, um, why don't you go ahead and change into that dress I bought you last week? And she's like, okay. And the crazy thing is that uh, Joan's wearing a blazer and Sean's already wearing a blazer. Y'all both can't be wearing blazers on a date. I don't think that looks (laughs) right. I think if your man's wearing a blazer, don't wear a blazer that day. Any other day, fine. But y'all both look like y'all are going to go like a job interview or some shit. Either that or y'all are y'all are two lawyers, two power attorneys that are going to go to court right now or something. It just don't look like a couple type of thing. Mm. One or the other. Not th- not both of you. But Greg's like, you, you tell her how to dress. You pick out her clothes. And he's like, well, actually, you know, he wants to watch the rest of the fourth quarter of the game. So that's why he told her to go change. That buys them 15 minutes. Mm. And, of course, alternatively, Tony makes fun of her as well. But... Joan says she likes when her man tells her how to dress. She she likes it. She thinks it's romantic. She thinks it's cool. So Greg is totally, like, cool with this trick. He's very admirable and is like, okay, I see it. And then Sean says, well, if the game goes into overtime, I'm going to hate her shoes, too. <laughs> um, I thought that was clever. But even if it did go in overtime, it doesn't take that long to change shoes unless she has so many that she well, he did doesn't know which ones to pick. He did say that it takes her 15 minutes to change. So, But the shoes? I don't know. Joan, Joan got money, yeah. so she got options. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll play it that way then. So they're all heading over to 847 for the date. And as they walk in, Greg realizes that his art is hanging on the wall of the restaurant and he looks pissed mm. completely pissed pissed why did you do this i was just trying to help you sell some paintings Greg. no not like this only sidewalk artists hang their art in restaurants i have told you that but this is 847 it's kind of high end this is the kind of thing that can ruin my reputation t but nobody knows you yet honey only sidewalk artists have their artwork in restaurants t which is that true? I don't know the the logistics of the I've art world. I've never but. heard anything like that. And he needs to be grateful. Anybody's fucking with his art because you ain't got no money, now. Greg. But he feels terrible about this, and he storms out of the restaurant, mm? which is a lot. That's a lot. Greg out here storming out of restaurants. Mm. Why not just go take your picture off the wall then? If that's the case, <laughs> just walk up to the photo. Take it off the wall, put it in the car. Nah, them shit's big as Fuck hell. He couldn't out. do that in the middle of um, the restaurant while it's still in service. He, he would just have to wait. I don't see the big deal. The people, the patrons are going to be like, oh no, I was here to see that art piece. Oh damn, you took it off the wall, shit. Yeah, but... Now nah, I'm never coming here again. You know, it kind of ruins the vibe. And I believe that um, it was a few of them, right? It was a few of them. It wasn't just one. It was, yeah, it was more than one, I believe. Yeah. I guess, I guess. But um, he leaves, so now it's just Sean and Joan for dinner. And Davis have Davis and Joan have already been flirting, you know, even from the beginning, when she hadn't made a reservation, and he was like, oh, don't worry, for you, for you, Joan, I got you. I got a table for you. Hmm? And um, when they sit down to order, Joan requests off the menu a special pasta that she likes And Davis is like, oh, yes, yes, I know you like that one. And also, I'm going to throw in those crab cakes because I know you like them. Mm. All this in front of Sean. Mm. 
Sean's upset too. Sean's pissed as well. And he orders like a green salad and some 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 kind of meat product. And Davis is like, uh, yeah, we'll see what we can do. Whereas he was very willing to to make stuff off the menu for Joan. Mm-hmm. And Sean calls her on it. Joan, what's going on between you two? What do you mean? You and Davis flirting. Flirting? That wasn't flirting. I was just being friendly. Come on, Davis and I are friends. She lying. Oh, yeah, we know she lying. We know. Well, it's kind of weird because it seems like she goes back and forth with Davis and liking Davis. It's like one episode she does, next episode she's cool and she loves Sean and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But Sean, or Sean asks her if over the course of their friendship... Has anything happened that he should know about mm-hmm. between them? And of course, we see the flashback of them kissing on the uh, Valentine's episode where Sean left for three days. But Joan completely denies it. Mm-hmm. Says nothing at all. As she should, right? Yeah. Like, what the hell? I don't know why she felt obligated to tell him this. That ain't none of his business? Nothing. None of his business. Keep that in the vault. Exactly. You take that shit no to the good grave, can come girl. Out of that. I don't know why you going around saying that shit. Mm-mm. I feel like Joan just be like overthinking things. Like, okay, if I tell him I'm a, I'm starting us off on a clean slate and I'm going to be an amazing girlfriend because I'm completely honest. But girl, honesty can leave you single. That's what I'm saying. You out here telling people. You just gonna have to keep that between you and God. Yeah, yeah. Because nobody else is in the room. Who would? How else would that come out? That would not come out any other way. Nobody saw it. There were no cameras. There's no way that'll get back to to Sean. But whatever, Joan, do you. Do you. Mm -hmm. Um, So tell me about Darnell and Maya. Ooh, so Darnell is in the bed and he looks like he wants to get some tonight. Maya comes out with her pajamas on and then he's like, oh, man. And then she goes, what? And then he goes, why do you have that on? And I'm like, it's pajamas. What do you want her to have on? <laughs> like they, I think he was expecting lingerie. They seem appropriate. And then she basically explains to him that um, even though, yeah, the doctor said it was okay to have sex, she doesn't feel like having sex. And that's her prerogative. And it's her body. So what he mad about? Yeah. You've and he is completely years. not with that. He's not with that at all, which is ridiculous. Like, don't you know your wife was just had surgery, even though you weren't there? <laughs> so you wasn't there for surgery, but you trying to get some chill. Now you want to be here right now asking me for this shit. He says, oh, hey, don't worry, I'll be gentle. I'm like, come on now. Mm-hmm. Come the fuck on. No, you won't. And then he's like, you can pick the position. Well, how about I position myself right here and you position yourself over there? Come on. <laughs> Sweetie. I know, I know you've been going through a lot. I know. And you're not feeling very desirable right now. But believe me, you are very desirable. And he's trying to talk her into it, and she just doesn't want to do it. And he's, she's like, uh, well, you know, we can always do that other thing. And he's like, I don't want to do the other thing. I'm getting tired of the other thing. Ooh. And she says, good, because I'm getting carpal tunnel from it anyway. So that's that's the the situation between Darnell and Maya. He is just not considerate at all. Mm-mm. He does not give a fuck about a surgery or anything. Uh, like this divorce just needs to happen first. He out here kissing bitches. Then yeah. he out here lying about it, trying to guilt trip Joan and try to blame her. Gaslighting. Exactly, gaslighting. Then he misses the surgery. Like, huh? 
Now he wants some pussy after he done missed the surgery that he wasn't there for. Excuse me? Hey, you wasn't there shooting with her in the gym, so, so uh, nah. Nah, <sighs> you're not owed this. Like, did he miss your, your, your childbirth, too? Who knows, man? So, back at Joan's house, all the girls are there. I don't know what day this is. Maybe the next day. But they're all explaining their man problems, starting with Tony, then Maya, then Joan. So they all, they all look at Lynn, expecting her to have some man problems. And she's like, ah, don't got no man, don't got no problems to discuss. Mm-hmm. How can that be connected? <laughs> so she decides to be the moderator for the conversation. So Tony goes first and she talks about Greg and how she says he hates her because of the paintings that she put up in the restaurant. He doesn't want to go pick them up himself because he doesn't want to bring them on the metro because he's afraid of them getting dinged and messed up, I guess. And at that point, they all come around her and hug her. (laughs) It's really cute and everything. And then they all disperse. And now it's Maya's turn. Mm -hmm. So Maya's talking about her whole situation with Darnell, which we just saw. I just had a whole host of medical instruments. Knife happy doctors and a couple of voyeuristic interns all up in my business. Mm-hmm. And all Darnell can think about is when he's going to get back up in there. Oh. Uh-huh. You would think after seven years of marriage, I would have earned just a little bit of vacation time. And they all walk over to her. They do the same thing. They pat her on the back, console her. They all disperse again. And now it's Joan's turn. <laughs> and I love I love that, though. I love to see them all coming around her like, and you know, it's really good physical comedy. Mm hmm. But uh, Joan's like, mine's simple. Sean flipped out on me because he thinks I flirt with Davis. And there's an awkward pause, Shell. Like, yeah, you do. They're like, um, yeah, that's uh, that's because you do. Uh, you do flirt with Davis. Well, you do flirt with the man. Shamelessly. If Darnell flirted like you do, I'd kill him. They all agreed at this. I think I would agree as well. It's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. So she tells them that she lied about the kiss. And Joan's like, you know, should I should I tell him what happened? Should I tell Sean about the kiss? And Tony says, no, you know what? Sometimes I take a wait and see approach with how long I can I can keep the lie. I do that, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not with all lies, but this type of lie. There's no point. He may never find out in his entire life. There's no point in telling him. That's what I'm saying. The only time a lie is going to be weighing on my conscience is if he can find out if there's a viable option that he can find out. If not, well, damn, what what kiss? Exactly. Just play stupid. I don't even know a ki- what kiss. What happened? I see no kiss. <laughs> but uh, Joan doesn't have a final answer. She doesn't know what she's going to do. But um, I think we are to find out in the next scene. So she has Sean over. They're cuddling. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> and she basically tells him about the situation with Davis. But why? So she says, you know, Davis and I are just friends. He's like, when did you kiss him? And she says, on Valentine's Day before you got back from Toronto. Ooh, you about to get replaced, baby boy. Hey, he was the one that ghosted her. And, you know, by the way, he looks really hot in this in this scene. I like the black on black. I was really feeling that. Yeah, that's a look. Yeah, that's that, that early 2000s, like... I could be an R&B singer kind of look. I like that. <laughs> that genuine. <laughs> yeah. Like when they're dancing and those and the pants are just flopping in the wind, like, <laughs> you know, looking all heroic and shit. I love it. So he's like, not only did you lie to me, you cheated on me. 
And she's like, yeah, but I didn't sleep cheat. It was only a kiss cheat. That's important to differentiate. That's very important. We actually talked about that in a previous episode. Might have been last episode. I don't know. But we did talk about that, about what you said. No fluids. Mm hmm. Did you say fluids? But you can you can swap fluids when you kiss, so that's still cheating. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say kissing isn't a, isn't a cheat. It's in the official first stage of cheating. It's a low level offense, definitely, mm-hmm. but it it is bad. It's just not as bad as fuck cheat. But he wants to see what the kiss was like. She's like, yo, kiss, he's like, kiss me the way uh, you kiss Davis. <laughs> Mad awkward. So, <laughs> Super weird. So she gets up and does it. And while they're doing it, he grabs her waist to try to pull her in to him. And she's like, yo, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm being Davis. I'm sure he was into it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's like, okay, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to come clean here. And you're playing games. And Sean got a little slick-ass mouth in this episode, by the way. He really says some stuff that just cuts. But in this scene, she's like, yeah, we kissed because it was Valentine's Day and you weren't returning my call. So she didn't know what was going on. Okay. And he says, you know what? I have to take a walk. I have to I have to walk. She's like, all right. He goes, try not to kiss anybody while I'm gone. I'd be like, yo, no, try not to fuck anybody while you're out. How about exactly. that? Exactly. Mr. 300. Joe, you got to have them zingers. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. She kissed somebody, but how do I know I don't I haven't met one of the bitches you fucked as clients? It's been so many of them that like how do I know they're not one of my colleagues? Oh shit. You acting Dang. like you have like a, a, a regular standard dating history. No nigga. Three hundred? That's a lot. That's somebody's whole corporate office. Dang, that's a good point. I'm thinking no? that maybe one of her colleagues or maybe one of her other friends yeah. that's not focused on in the show. Yeah. Yeah. If that should be LA, a question. Girl, that if he, if so he's small. getting mad about Davis, then she gets the re- she gets the opportunity to inquire as well. Mm-hmm. I think so. Let's start going down names. They ain't have Instagram back then, but he'll be like, I don't remember their names. Okay. I don't remember most of their names. Oh, damn. They didn't have Facebook back Facebook. then. Because <laughs> now I would have went like, you got a picture. I know you remember how the fuck she looked. <laughs> the fuck i don't know man without facebook i don't know how you would do that i, I don't know. know how you would it's very hard oh see that's that's why i'm happy that's you know we got these tools now that we can use to our <laughs> advantage <laughs> so joan gets on the phone with tony and she tells tony what happened and that sean went for a walk and tony says oh my god that's not good when guys go for walks they start to think and that can't be good <laughs> it just can't so what happens when Sean comes back? He gives a, I think he gives an ultimato or something. He's telling her that she has to stop going to 847. Which is like, um, what? And he's like, I don't want you to see Davis. So you can't go back to that restaurant. Um, doing does Davis much. only exist in the restaurant? He doesn't exist saying. anywhere else. <laughs> he is doing too much. And if he was real smart and if he had asked more questions, he would know that Davis actually kissed Joan in her office. Mm -hmm. So even if she never goes back to that restaurant, Davis knows where she works. Mm -hmm. He knows where she lives. Like, what that going to do? And they run that office like a a factory, like a McDonald's. Yeah, anybody um. can come up in there. (laughs) 
like a fast Might have had sex on the desk. Like, anything goes down to that office. Right. So, I don't know. Think again, Sean. Yeah, he's, uh, he should maybe should go on a longer walk than what he did, but... He, uh, he says he wants to, to move this relationship forward with a clean slate, and that's the best way to do it. And Joan's like, you can't tell me what to do. And he says, you know, you have to respect that this is important to me. <laughs> okay, well, if you love her so much and you, and you respect her and trust her, wouldn't you just trust that she's not going to kiss him again? Yeah, and it's also a thing where it's like, okay, if she wanted to kiss him again while dating you throughout this time, it would have happened... Yeah, the first time it happened, there was a reason because you were not there. You weren't returning her calls. It was a reaction to something that you did. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like she goes around just fucking making out with Davis anytime, any place, any anywhere. This was there was a reason behind it because she didn't know the status of what was going on with him. So yeah, he's definitely not thinking this out. Definitely. Mm-mm. But he says, you know, I can't sit at the restaurant looking at some punk who has had my woman. My woman. My woman. She's property now, apparently. <laughs> and then Joan's like, yo, you don't own me. Mm-hmm. And that's very true. He is not your father either. <laughs> so um, she makes a good point. She says, what about you? You slept with half of L.A. And I don't tell you not to leave the house. Mm, that was a good one. Ooh. And of <laughs> course, he says what every man says during this time. It's not about me. It's about, it's about you. you. We're not talking about me. He's like, this is about staying away from Davis's restaurant. And she's like, well, what if I don't? Okay. And he's like, yo, I'm serious, Joan. Don't test me. What? Excuse me? <laughs> yo, he was getting slick. I didn't know he had it in him. Don't test me. I, Are you my don't daddy? Don't test me? Or what? Yeah, what you finna do with me? If you don't get your ass out my house that was paid for... <laughs> Out my nice ass house. Yeah, bitch, I got a fireplace. Don't be talking to me any kind of don't way. Like, fuck you. Me. I got a barbecue grill, all of that. Don't, don't be talking I to me. I got a back patio, nigga. Sweetie, I have AOL. But, the fuck? <laughs> I got AOL. I got a TV in my kitchen okay. so I can watch TV while I cook. You ain't finna just come up in here and talk to me like this. Like, I'm just any old body. Mm-mm. So then. He's like, yo, I'm serious. And she says, so am I. And then he gets real nasty and he says, You've screwed up every relationship you've ever had. You sure you want to screw up another one? I'm like, oh, it must be over. You know what? We're done. I'm I like, mean, We're done. can't we say the same thing about you, Sean? <laughs> yes. If she messed up every you relationship You actually got married had. and had to get divorced because of your fucking addiction. Because you can't keep your fucking dick in your pants. You've lost jobs because of it, it, right? All of that shit. So much so that the people in your professional life know about you fucking mad bitches. Like, how, what type of stupidity? How do they know that shit? Right. Because they you shouldn't know that shit. are messy as fuck and you're irresponsible. See, this is what Joan should have said. Why didn't Joan just... Oh, no, chill. And also, uh, side note, why is Joan telling him about her prior relationships, Joan? Y'all gonna learn these niggas ain't your friends. Well, <laughs> <laughs> They're not your friends. <laughs> well, you know when you start dating someone, they ask questions like that. Yeah, but I feel like there's a way to frame it where don't let them use it against you. Anything you say or do can and will be used against you in the court of law. So I would keep <laughs> well, it cute. She should know that. Right. <laughs> I would keep it cute and not even like say stuff like that. 
because that's all that's going to happen. They're going to bring it up and throw it in your face during arguments, even when they're wrong. That is true. But you, sometimes you're in a situation where, you know, you're putting every card on the table and you're trying to be in a relationship with someone where you're being honest, you're being open and you think, well, this person will never do this to me. This person will never use this against me. She didn't foresee this happening. Lies you tell. <laughs> well, I guess she knows now not mm-hmm. to do that ever again. But I'm thinking, low, like, excuse me, this is a low blow. Mm-hmm. So I don't I would be like, yo, if you're going to talk shit about my previous relationships, either I'm going to get bucked and talk about you or we just can't be together. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you got to watch what you say. Like, yeah, I understand they're angry. He's angry right now. But that's 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 dirty. That's real dirty. Mm-hmm. I agree. So she pauses and she's like, you know what? Why don't you take another walk? And then he says, no, this one's a drive and I'm not coming back. OK, he got a slick, slick mouth. This I was, nigga got a slick I was hoping she would say, why don't you take another walk and don't come back? That's what I was thought, thought she was going to say. But you're going to say, why don't you take another walk? Girl, don't give him that leeway to say, yeah, I'm just going to leave. Nah, kick that nigga out. Yeah, that's your house. Yeah. like I feel like Joan just don't got that backbone like we do. She don't got that mouth. And niggas be having mouth with her. I'm like, Joan... If you don't get it the fuck together and start being reciprocal, reciprocal? Yeah, that works. Yeah. Don't judge me, listeners. In your <laughs> in your responses, I don't know. Because now I'm moving forward. She had a lot of ammo. Right. You talking about a nigga who pretty much ruined his life because he can't stop fucking. Like what type of <laughs> like <laughs> he has some nerve. <laughs> That's not the easiest fucking target. I don't know what is. Like, girl. He had to rely on you to come to dinner to to, to impress his boss because they mm. know about his dirty ass history. Girl, come on. Yo, that was Joan, so easy, you Joan. A, you could have knocked this shit out the park. That was str- right up in your strike zone, girl. An easy come knockout. On. Muhammad Ali, that motherfucker. Oof. I don't know. I don't know, man. Come on, Joan. But that's what he said. He talked to her like that and... They, uh, they they part. He leaves. And that's that. So now that they are, I mean, they're not broken up, but he kind of left. Uh, I guess they're in limbo or something. Separated? I don't know. Uh, something. But Joan's like, well, I'm at 847. I'm about to eat these damn crab cakes. So she's at 847. <laughs> and she's telling William about it. She's complaining to him about everything. And he's like, you know, whatever. Bottom line is... You shouldn't have told him about the kiss. Thank you. Somebody said it. Why would you do that? (laughs) And Joan's like, well, I want to be in an honest relationship with a good foundation. And I love him. And I think we're good for each other. It's like, well, you were. But now that you done told him this shit, I don't know if y'all foundation is is stable. (laughs) (laughs) Not no more. Mm Mm-mm. And she says at this point, Sean hasn't reached out to her in five days. So I guess basically you single, bitch. Mm-hmm. He belonged to the streets at this point. You haven't heard of him in five days. <laughs> Back to the streets um, like that, that, da, 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 da. <laughs> Yeah. If, a, if you're supposed to be dating somebody and they don't hit you up in five days, nah, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, William says you're not going to build something by telling him that you kissed another guy. Facts. All facts. Facts, facts, facts. Facts on facts on facts. 
And he's like, well, if you, but if you kiss another woman, that's a whole nother story, you know, that might strengthen your relationship. (laughs) But she says when she chose to be with Sean, she put aside her feelings for Davis. And William, you know, says that women can put aside their feelings, but guys can't. And Davis most likely still has feelings for her. And that's why Sean's tripping so bad. And that's when Joan's like, damn, I never saw it from Sean's perspective. I was just seeing it from mine. (laughs) And then William says, you know, during the course of my day, I can make one woman realize that she was wrong and her man was right. I can sleep soundly knowing that I left the world a better place than I found it. William be out here wilding. That was funny, though. (laughs) It was funny. I like the way he delivered that line, too. He's the way he is very articulate, the way he said it. And so uh, William has to go because he has to cook dinner for Yvonne. And if he's not there in time, Yvonne makes him drop and give her 50. Mm. (laughs) And Joan says, she makes you do push-ups? And then he slowly turns back to her and smiles and goes, no. And then he walks away. (laughs) So what was it? If it wasn't push They never say... $50? I don't know it wasn't $50. I don't think he would trip over $50. Yeah, Yeah, they only give her 50 I don't know what it could be. I I can't even have a good imagination. Listeners, if you think you know what it means, tweet us so we can know too. Because I can't think of anything. Are we like not in in the loop? I do have a freaky mind. I could could think of something, but I can't think of this. Drop down and give her 50. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Drop down. And drop down. interesting. Analogy. Never heard Hmm. it before. But listeners, yeah, definitely. Real talk. Tweet us if you know. <laughs> so next at Joan's house, Sean, Sean and Joan are there and he's begging her not to go back to 847. He said it would really make him feel a lot better if she didn't go there ever again. Which is, re- which is really strange because, like I said, Davis still exists outside of that restaurant. I'm really confused why this restaurant is a big deal. I'm like... I mean, she should have told her. I mean, we kissed in my office. So what? Do you want me to quit my job? Not go to my office ever again? <laughs> should I never go back to my office? Like, what happened? He'd probably be like, yo, just um, make sure they monitor. Put him on the do not let in to list. the firm list mm-hmm. for the front desk. Let them know never to let a, a Davis whatever. I don't know we got his last name, but don't let him in. But Joan agrees. She's like, okay, I'll stop going 847. Mm. And then Sean says, you know, relationships are about give and take, which is like, oh, so now you want to be clear about what relationships are now? What's going on in relationships? Right. You're you're all knowledgeable. He's like, is there anything I can give you? And Joan says, well, you can drop and give me 50. Mm. And we still don't know what it means. And neither does Sean because he looks really confused. (laughs) We still don't know what it means. So back at 847, uh, Greg's moving his paintings. Tell me about what goes on at 847 during the off hours here. So it's Greg. It's Tony. It's Davis. And they're trying to get Greg's paintings out of 847. So what happens is they're taking it off the walls. It's on the floor. And then I believe Davis asks Greg if he wants him to take it to the car. So he takes it to the car. And then... Greg's pissed, by the way. Yeah, Greg is, like, really, really upset. Super annoyed. And I don't know where the hell Greg went. Did they explain that? Or is it just some shit where he's just packing up some shit? He went with Davis to help put the stuff in the car. Okay, yeah. 
So that's where he went. And then, oh boy, from the hospital, what's his name? Mr. Doctor with the $500 pen. Dr. Clay Spencer. Doctor, cut the motherfucking check. Clay Spencer walks <laughs> in. And, <laughs> and he comes in. And then Tony's like, oh, hi. And then Clay says some shit like, I was waiting for you. Some type of low-key stalker shit. Bitch, yeah. He was like, yo, I, I was driving around and you said you come here a lot and I saw your car outside. Oh, bitch. Oh, I remembered you said you like to come here all the time. Okay, women, um, stop giving out your, your info and your proclivities to these dudes you're just meeting one time or two times. On your whereabouts. They will find you. They will find you. These niggas? That's some... Are the FB motherfucking I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, that, no. I saw your car, so I, you know, I, you told me you come here all the time. And, the, and, mind and I you, saw your car. Listen, the, the restaurant is closed. Oh, yeah, it ain't even open. It's and he's closed. like, oh, no, I don't, I'm not here to eat. These are after oh, hours. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, oh, so, so the, are these your boyfriend's paintings? Um, how do you know these are my boyfriend's paintings? These could be anybody's paintings. I mean, you know. That's us thinking that maybe off camera they were talking and she told him that he paints. Uh, I'll kind of let that slide, whatever. (laughs) Because they could have been anybody's paintings. Because she did say that he knew that she has a boyfriend. So we can can infer that, okay, she probably told him that he's a painter. Whatever. He's still weird. He's still a stalker. Um... He's like, I miss you. I couldn't stop thinking about you. Shit. Kind of weird. And she says, thank you. (laughs) And um, he's walking around. He's admiring these paintings by Greg, saying he's like, he reminds him of Basquiat, which which is. Okay. (laughs) To each his own. Uh, (laughs) Then she notices. he has a very expensive watch on mm-hmm. and he's like first he's like are these are these for sale and she's like oh no they're not and then she realizes he has a very expensive watch on so then she's like yeah these paintings um each one is six thousand mm-hmm. dollars and he's like okay cool i'll take one i'll take it mm. it's a, a piece called ascension mm. and he writes the check right then and there he don't got no shame in it he got the money it ain't a big deal damn so this is Clay Spencer trying to like, we know he don't give a fuck about this painting. Oh, it's yeah. about Tony. He don't give a fuck. He's trying to show out and I'm here for it. Yeah, spend that money, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm talking about. It's just kind of weird. It's like, I want to buy your boyfriend's painting because I like you. Mm-hmm. You know, but like you're giving him six thousand dollars. It's almost like you're buying Tony from this guy. Like you're buying Tony from Greg for six thousand dollars. It is know. what it is. I guess it is. I mean, <laughs> who wants to be with a broke dude That's who is pissed that you even put his paintings in eight forty seven? Like that you trying to get him more. What do I want to say? More traction. Like nigga, what you mad about? Yeah. Right. He's upset at you for trying to help him. And then this guy is, you know, rich. He's successful. He wants you. I mean, he a bit of a stalker and everything, but like, 
Mm, yeah. Yo, mm, he can take care one. of you better than Greg can. That's what I'm saying. Six K. How many vacations can I go on with six K? Lord. Mm. Man. But that's all going to Greg, unfortunately. Well, Greg does kind of need can kind of share it with her. Pay her back for all the shit that she's paid for. Yeah. And pay his phone so, bill. Yeah, that too. And Clay is doing this to be like, yo, I'm gonna show you how broke your boyfriend really is. Yeah. So. He's showing out. <laughs> definitely really embarrassing on greg's part it is it is especially well greg when he gets the check he don't care he's just like thank you but he doesn't i know. think it gets a lot of yeah he doesn't know but i think clay gets a lot of um happiness out of seeing greg fiend for this check that he just wrote like mm-hmm. like he's he likes to kind of they say uh taunt him with the carrot like mm-hmm. look what i did this is i'm making your boyfriend beg for my fucking money right now like mm-hmm. yeah it's a power thing absolutely so before greg comes in tony's like wow thank you and she gives clay spencer a hug and as she pulls away he kisses her on the mouth mm. and she kisses him back and while they're kind of like close to each other staring at each other in each other's faces Greg does the, does the TV thing where he yells Tony's name before he enters the room. Mm-hmm. So that signals them to like pull away. Classic you know, sitcom. Get away from each other. True. Because we know in real life he would have just walked up in that room and seen it. Right. No one announces. No one announces that they're. Hey, <laughs> I'm they're coming, coming, girl. Stop kissing that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, Tony. But they pull away in time so that Greg doesn't see. And Tony mentions that Clay just bought the painting for six thousand and. At first, Greg's like, they're not for sale. But when he hears 6000 he turns the fuck around. He's like, what? Mm. Have you seen our sister piece, Dissension? <laughs> and, you know, Greg says congratulations on getting a very special piece. And then Clay responds with, well, when I see what I want, I do what I can to get it. Mm. He kind of looks over at Tony. He's a smooth dude. He's a smooth operator. Smooth operator. <laughs> uh, and then he walks out, mm-hmm. and we realize that Clay Spencer chose violence that day, and he's about to wreck shit. It's mm. not the last we're going to see of him. Mm-hmm. So we're back with Darnell and Maya, and he's upset again because I guess he comes in from work, and she's wearing brand new what he calls "Don't Touch Me" pajamas, and she still don't want to fuck. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. And, like, are you dumb? I just went yeah. to surgery. And she's like, oh, um, these are actually called Let's Sit and Talk Pajamas. He's like, well, I hope you kept the receipt. <laughs> and <laughs> she mentions that, you know, you know, Darnell, you need to be patient. You know, I talked to my girls about this. And he's like, whoa, you talk to your girls about our business? Bitch, yeah. Yeah. She can't talk to her horny ass husband. <laughs> I can't talk to your bitch ass. <laughs> right. So who else am I going to talk to? Come on. <laughs> and he's basically treating his wife like a sex toy. Like, he's like, oh, I don't give a fuck. He's like, I'm going to go sleep on the couch because you're not going to give me none. I'm like, so there's nothing else that she's good for except sex. So you're just going to go on the couch because mm-hmm. she won't give that up to you. Mm-hmm. Does that even make sense? We still ain't forget, Craig. You out here kissing bitches at the airport. We ain't forget about that. Yep. Don't act like you're you're the perfect husband here. Mm-hmm. You weren't at the fucking hospital. Don't act like you forgot. So, um, since he has no other business with her besides sticking his penis in her vagina, 
<laughs> he tries to go to the couch. <laughs> and she's like, So you're saying to me that if you can't have sex with me, we can't lie in the same bed? What about cuddling? What about kissing, Darnell? What about rubbing my back or my feet or making me feel better? You can't do any of that? Uh-uh. <laughs> and he's like, you're expecting a starving man to lay down next to a steak dinner and then cuddle it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to just cuddle it. I want to eat it. And she's like, well, I want you to eat it too. Okay. okay. I'm like, well, why don't y'all just do that? Can y'all do that? No, no. Can y'all do some right. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> There's other things. I don't know. I guess... I guess he wants one thing. Uh, He doesn't want anything else. (laughs) Not even the other thing they used to do that she gets carpal tunnel from. (laughs) I can see why she's apprehensive. It's kind of like if a sports player has an injury, like an ACL tear or something like that, they're not going to just hop back on the court right when they get done, like right when they get better. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you're still mentally like, oh my God, like is the pain still there? Can I injure it again? It's Mm -hmm. There's a lot of residual pain that's mental, not just physical when Mm -hmm. stuff like this happens. But her husband is... It's not even sympathetic, but eventually he comes around and he's like, okay, all right, I get it. I'm sorry. And he apologizes, but I don't believe him. I don't, I don't believe him. We'll see. Mm. I'm still waiting on him to turn into Khalil Kane. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. With no type of uh, explanation. You're just going to see some light-skinned nigga walk in. <laughs> I think it happens now. in season two at the beginning when they uh, start season two. Yeah, um, but that's funny. I I wish I watched the show initially to, so I could see what that felt like, like what that was like to just be watching Darnell as Flex the whole time, and then all of a sudden they just switch him. I don't think I've really ever seen that in a show before, Mm-mm. except for Aunt Viv, well, Aunt and, Viv. and the mom from um, the mom from Family Matters too. Wait, and and old girl from My Wife and Kids. Oh, the the little sister. Oh, dang! They did her wrong. Remember the um the the. It was a dark skin girl. It was a dark skin girl. Yeah, and then they switched, they switched her, her with to Claire the with, with, with the mixed girl. Yeah, they've been trying it for some time. Yeah, trying to think. They did that on all those shows. They did it on My Wife and Kids from Dark to Light. They mm-hmm. did it on Family Matters and Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. And now and they did it on on this show. And that's just off the top of the dome. So I'm sure if we did some research, we'll find more. <laughs> Dang. I wonder if they did it on purpose on Girlfriend switching Flex to a lighter skin actor. If that mm. or was Khalil Kane just the best option at the time. But yes. Why do we? Why, guys? Why TV people? Why black sitcoms? It's <laughs> cool. too black for them. <laughs> so next we're at the law firm, Joan's office. And Lynn and Tony are there because, you know, I guess it's the hangout spot after a certain time. And William's there, too, and they're all starving because they want to go to 847. But since Joan's not going because she's trying to adhere to Sean's request, they're all upset because they can't go. And Lynn can't go either because Joan pays for her meals. Right. So. Joan ain't going. You ain't going. <laughs> so, but, but Lynn's like, I want to go to 847. So they're trying to convince her. And, you know, Joan's not going for it. And she's like, oh, my God, I have an idea. Why don't I have... Davis and his fiance over to dinner. That way, Sean will know that everything's cool between me and Davis and nothing's going on. Okay. I don't know if I get that logic. Okay, that was kind of dumb, but I, I see what she was trying yeah. to do. Mm, no. I guess uh, it's hard. It's it's fuzzy. And when she's, uh, I love when she's talking about Ava and she's like, oh, um, I'm gonna invite Davis's fiance over. And Tony's like, who? That heifer, Ava? And Joan's like, that's the one. <laughs> it's so funny. 
Um, but Joan really wants to get back. She needs those crab cakes. She needs them in her belly. So mm. she uh, wants to show Sean that nothing's going on. So that's what they do. And of course, William is against it because what the fuck? <laughs> like you're trying to lose your man, basically. And he's like, you know, would you rather have a nice man to father your children or some crab cakes? Mm. And she's like, uh, why can't I have both? I want it all. So then we get to this weird dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> with Eva, excuse me, Ava, Davis, Sean, Joan. And they're all using each other's name at the very beginning of each of sentence. The scene. Like it's queer. <laughs> Actually, at the, at the end of each sentence. Please pass the potatoes, Davis. Here you go, Sean. Thank you, Davis. You're welcome, Sean. Dinner is delicious, Joan. Thank you, Ava. You're welcome, Joan. Okay. This is ridiculous. How so, Sean? <laughs> so Sean's just like listen you know if your friendship with Davis is so important then I'm cool with it mm-hmm. then you know I just gotta trust you and he looks over at Davis and says if you put so much as the tip of your tongue in her mouth again I swear I'll kill you mm. and apparently Ava didn't even know about this kiss so she's just now finding this shit that's out that's what I'm saying I'm like Joan you see what I mean and how you not this, playing the game the way it's supposed to be played this nigga got a whole fiance slash wife and he ain't even tell her meanwhile you just met this nigga a boyfriend and you feel like telling him your whole life girl keep that shit t- between you and God <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah all these people are telling their business for no reason whatsoever no reason to tell any of this that weird so Ava's pissed and David's is like, don't even worry. It wasn't even a big deal. The kiss wasn't a big deal. And Ava says, oh, it wasn't a big deal. Well, then if it's not a big deal, then I'll kiss Sean. Mm. So she leans over and kisses Sean on the mouth. Mm. She pulls him up from that table. Yes. A good it's one. on purpose. It's forceful. It's con fuerza, <laughs> as they say in, in the Spanish community. And Davis is like, wait, hold on. It was just a little happy Valentine's Day kiss. It wasn't like we went together, we went away together or anything. I'm I was like, like, oh Davis. shit. What the fuck? Really? What the hell? I thought you had sense. <laughs> they are just like the most honest people on earth, I feel like. Like. These are the most. This isn't real. <laughs> this would never happen in real life. Never. They should have kept this all in the vault. Mm-hmm. All of them. So now it's complicating things. And Sean's like, well, if I hadn't come back from Toronto, would you have gone away with him? Yes. I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably most, yeah. You ghosted her. Yeah, that's like, you an affirmative, yes. She was getting ready. She was actually packing yeah. when you came on. So, mm. yeah. And Ava says, since she said she wouldn't go with you, is that the reason you're still with me, Davis? Yes. I'm pretty sure that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You were the fallback girl if Joan didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And so they all start fighting because Ava gets snippy with Joan and Sean stands up for Joan and Davis jumps in and then we go to a different screen. It's like a flash forward and Sean and Joan are at a restaurant. It's like an Asian cuisine type of restaurant Mm -hmm. and they're, they're having an okay time and Sean's like, is that the owner? And they point to this really old guy. He's definitely pushing 80 or something. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, that's him. So Sean's super down to go to this restaurant from now on. Mm. The and that's the good. end of the episodes beside the... Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Is it better than 847? No, no. I can't imagine it would be yeah. based on what we know. 847 be having pasta, crab cakes, chicken. 
Yeah. That Asian food, depending on what it is, still, I'm not a big fan of it like that. Asian food's hit or miss. It depends, definitely. You got to hear word of mouth for Asian places. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to recommend it to you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 847 probably has better music. I don't know why, but mm. I feel like 847 might have better music. Maybe the Asian people got too much um, too much elevated music. Something like that, that Muzak mm-hmm. type of shit that you can't really vibe with. Um, but at the end of the episode, uh, do you remember Lynn trying to get into 847 by herself? Lynn trying <laughs> to get girl. into 847, child. She said, what, what y'all got for $5? That's what she asked in Davis. <laughs> he said, iced tea. She was like, what if it's my birthday? He said, I would put a candle in it. He said, what if it's my anniversary? He said, you ain't even married. <laughs> She's trying everything, man. Poor girl. Like, her life used to be lit. Now she got no 847. So, no crab cakes for her. Mm-mm. No ambiance for her. <laughs> um, nothing's working. Uh, for some reason, Davis flips, flips a coin. He looks at the coin results. Shakes his head no to her, and she leaves. So if Joan's not eating 847, Lynn can't either. Sorry. So that's the end of the episode, A Kiss Before Lying. Mm -hmm. I have to always hold myself back from saying A Kiss Before Dying, like the movie. Mm. Anyway, (laughs) um, what is your oh hell yes moment for this episode? My oh hell yes moment is when her Joan and um, William was at the restaurant and William basically told her, girl, why you tell him that shit? Why you tell him? I'm surprised he's the only one yeah. in the episode that had the common sense to tell her that. None of the other girls told her that. Oh, no, I think I think Tony might. Well, Tony might did. have. Yeah, Tony did. Yeah. Yeah. But it's um, nice hearing it from another character that's aside from her girls like. Yeah, and William William is usually annoying, but in this moment, he has one of the most clear minds about this whole thing, mm-hmm. um, the whole episode, mm-hmm. and that's greatly appreciated because sometimes he'd be wildin'. So, <laughs> shout out to you, William, for stepping it up this episode. Um, my oh hell yes moment is when uh, Sean uh, told Joan that she can't go back to eight forty seven because Davis is there. And she said, well, you slept with half of L.A. And I don't tell you not to leave the house. Okay. (laughs) So it's true. That's the truest of facts, you know. (laughs) And he was like, oh, it's not about me. Um, It could be. We can make it about you. Because you ain't out here swimming in the sea of right. (laughs) Trying to talk to me any kind of way. Mm. Bitch, this house is paid off. You want to talk to me like that? Okay. Fuck out of here. I got two bathrooms. Don't play with me. <laughs> Does she? Was he going to build one? Was he going to add on the extra one? Oh, I thought she... Oh, my bad. Well, I got space for two bathrooms. The fuck? Bitch, I'm junior partner. How about that? How about that? So, next episode is called The Burning Vagina Monologues. Oh, lordy. And... In some in some episode in some places you'll see it as the burning ellipsis monologues, but um, the original title is the burning vagina monologues. Now you know someone in the next episode will have a burning vagina. Mm. Why they change? Why they change the name? They don't want to have vagina. Probably because you know people are sensitive to certain words. I don't know. It's weird. Censorship is weird. You could say stuff in the past, but you can't say stuff now. It's weird. Vagina, 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 vagina. It's like Versace, Versace. Versace, Versace, Versace. 
But I'm sure it'll be a great episode. I think I know uh, what it's about and who's going to have the Bernie vagina. Uh, so get get suited up for that and get excited for that next week. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, rate, subscribe, give us a rating on Apple Pod. Say hello on Twitter. On Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, at Twitterverse. Hell yes, girl. Um, there are three more episodes left in the season. Uh, we're going to take a short break before we get to season two. But in season two, we may uh, ha- be reaching out to some of you guys for um, guest spots mm-hmm. um, to talk with us, to be on with us and talk about some of these episodes. Because in season two, it starts to get super, super lit, mm. super lit. They came in hot with the with the drama. Mm. So um, if you want to be on the show, hit us up and we'll see if we have a we have a couple spots left. So um, hit us up. Uh, via Twitter and closing out I just want to let you know that uh, I'm your girl Nettie and I'm your girl Etsy and we'll chat with you next week bye